Good evening, good morning, as Ash would always say, and welcome to episode 28 of the AG podcast. Nearly at 30. God, who would have thought that? Uh, right, yeah, good evening, guys. Um, obviously, I'm the host today, uh, Damania, and with me, as always, Ash Cohen, pushing the buttons. Good evening, mate. Evening, how are you, pal? Yes, not bad, thank you very much. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Good, um, and we've got the uh, the only person who I think people have strong feelings against that's a Spurs fan on the site, um, Hilly. Welcome, Hilly. Evening, how are we doing? Yes, not bad, mate, thank you. Not too bad. Uh, first time on the podcast, you're looking forward to it? Yes, mate, yeah. Um, obviously a strange time, it being uh, the end of the season, but uh, I'm sure we'll still have lots to talk about, so that'll be good. Oh, I think 100%. Again, we'll have to recap the leagues and we'll go through. And on, on that uh, sort of that, that thought, we'll just have a quick run through of what we're going to be talking about. So uh, we'll obviously recap the uh, the Prem, the Championship and, the, and League One. Um, I think, do you know what we'll do? I think just for a bit of flavour, Ash, I think I always get a lot of messages my way about League One always being last and an afterthought. Let's flip it around. Let's talk about League One first today. Yeah. And we'll work, we'll work up. Um, yeah, so sounds go, good. Just top of the bill. Um, we'll then move on to what we uh, was voted the um, the vote community segment, which was talking about the Court Heroes Eleven of the AG Fantasy League, um, which is obviously we'll definitely go over that. And I'm really, really looking forward to that segment myself. Um, got a few good players to put towards it. Obviously, Ash, I'm sure you will do too. Yeah. Um, Hilly, obviously, it'll be a bit more difficult for you. Obviously, you've only been here for a season, but again, I'm sure you've uh, you've come up against some decent players and some uh, had some as well. I've had a think. I've had a think. Yeah. See, what we, see how we go. Fantastic. And then we'll just round off with um, with a few listeners' questions we've had. So, right, we'll start off then, boys, um, with League One. So what I'll do is I'll just run down where we're at right now, which, again, this is obviously subject to change. There's probably a few fixtures still to be processed. Um, but it is very, very tight. So we have got Bonzi in first place. Now, I believe is this this is some of these have played all their games, haven't they, boys? I, be- I believe this league's finished in terms of uh, actual <laughs> games. Um, There's one fixture left, which is Worm and Dio. They may have played, though, I don't know. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, Worm and Dio. I think they've still got to play. Looking I don't at the think league. it actually affects anything. So we'll carry on anyway. Um, so Bonzi, congratulations. He is the champion. Uh, 52 yeah. points. Just pipping yourself, Hilly, uh, by by the two points. Very similar goal difference. Very similar goals for and against. Uh, and again, very similar record. You just dropped two points, obviously. Um, one, one draw where he won. Um, but... Besides that, you are you are obviously up, so congratulations as well. Um, we've got Nwince and Rhino, third and fourth. I mean, who'd have thought that, eh? Honestly. Uh, we've got Burnsy in fifth, Naked in sixth, Rijo in seventh, Worm eight, Tunner's ninth, Dio tenth. Again, Worm and Dio possibly subject to change. Uh, Soggy, eleventh. He did manage to finish above Wiz and Gaz in the end, so fair play. Um, Gaz and Wiz uh, in twelfth and thirteenth. So... Um, Hilly, I guess we'll start with you, um, being the uh, the resident of League One on the podcast. Give me a bit of a, a snapshot of your season. How's it gone? Um, so, yeah, for me, it's uh, been first season, very, very enjoyable. But, yeah, coming into it, I, um, in the Reserve League, uh, when there was a big influx of players coming in, into the site, um, I came stone cold bottom and I was expecting not a lot. So, um, yeah, to be sat here however many weeks later, um, seeing myself... Going upwards, yeah, very pleasantly surprised, but um, yeah, really, really pleased with how the season's gone. Um, scored sec- joint second highest amount in the league, but my conceding column is uh, a bit more substantial than the rest of the people up the top end. So um, yeah, overall in all, started well, had a bit of a flaky middle, um, and then finished strongly. Um, I needed four points against Bonzi, top of the league. Um, to uh, confirm second place, and I managed to uh, secure all six. Um, he was clearly celebrating his promotion, his championship, <laughs> his title. So um, yeah, managed to uh, to confirm that yesterday. So yeah, very very pleased. To be fair, I mean again, you've done well to sort of hang in there within two points of Bonzi. I mean, what it was two seasons ago, Ash. You know, Bonzi was just getting relegated uh, at my own hands from the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, that's um, it. And, and for me, I think he is he's definitely a championship player, if not low prem. Um, I mean, Ash, looking at the league, what, what's your first thoughts? If we if we concentrate on the top six, first of all. Yeah. Um, 
No, I mean, Bonzi, we know a good, what a good player Bonzi can be. Um, you know, obviously, he was in the Prem a few seasons ago, went down to the Championship and then to League One, and now he's f- f- doing his way back up the uh, leagues, a bit like another player, Danger Mouse, that went and uh, did the same thing. Um, so I, I'm not surprised to see Bonzi at the top. Um, I, I didn't know too much about yourself, Hilly, really, to make a, a fair judgment. Um, so, I mean, to finish second in that division is good. It's a good imp- uh, good feat. Um, so, you know, well done to you and uh, good luck to you next season in the championship. And then, uh, just looking at the playoffs, I mean, uh, Winston Rhino. How many times have we seen those two um, in the sort of playoff spot? Wince, uh, well, we've said this before. If you go, you could go back to this podcast last season, um, and we were talking about Wince in the playoff spot. Um, I mean, he's just he's just a guy that never seems to have any luck in the final uh, the final game of the season. Um, I mean, Wince and Rhino, Burnsy and Naked. Uh, I, I've actually put two million on Rhino to go up. Um, I've, I have a bit of faith, but I tell you what, I mean, who's this? I mean, let's just have a quick little look at who, because um, I don't think they're playing each other in the first playoff game either in that so league. The, uh, so the the first playoff game, because I looked earlier on, I think it's Wince and Naked and Burnsy and Rhino. Yeah, yeah that's correct. So you could have a Rhino and Wince final. You could. And so it, again, I put in the shout box yesterday. You know, the universe will implode if that happens because they, none of them are ever going to go up no well that's it so one of them could well well one of them will go up if that ends up being the final um yeah i mean i, I obviously i think burnsy and naked i remember i mean obviously i've not played them for a little while um uh, good players uh, i don't know i'm gonna go with rhino to go up out of that playoff spot though just because i think um you know he's got he's not got a bad team and um I, I, I just, I've got a feeling he's going to do it. I mean, for me, I, I've, it's funnily enough, I've, I've, um, I've put money on wins and naked. Um, I think the, the winner will come from that fixture. Um, whoever wins that will go on to win, I think. Purely because I think Burnsy, Rhino will manage to dispatch Burnsy, I reckon. But then I feel like Rhino, again, very similar to wins, which is why I think it is quite funny, and I stand by what I say. If those two get to the final, Wince and Rhino, I do feel like it'll go golden goal. It'll go all the way. Because I really don't think either of them, they'll be too nervy. It'll be a mistake that settles it. Um, whereas I don't think Naked's, you know, I'm not going to say he doesn't care, but he's only been in the division for one season. You know, these two have been battling it out. Like you said, Ash, you know, for the whole 28 episodes, and then we're up to now the podcast, we've talked about these two getting out of League One. Yeah. You know, it's it's been a long-standing thing. So it'd definitely be interesting to see what happens. Um, I mean, having having played them this season, Hilly, who, who's your tip to go up out of those four? Uh, to be honest, you beat me to it. I think uh, the winner of Nowintz versus Naked, which I believe will be a very, very tight uh, game, I think the winner of that semi-final will go on to um, go up. Um, I had very close games with all, all four of them, to be honest. Um but yeah, I, I naked. He's a funny player against against me. I can't. I couldn't seem to get the better of him. Like I can't explain it. The others we had very very edgy games, but naked's complete domination against me. Um, but yeah, I I would probably go for the winner of that, and I'm going to stick my neck out and say the wince to do it. I think. I think for me, I think yeah, for me, Wins gets my vote as well. So two for Wins, and you're thinking Rhino then. Ash. Uh, oh, I have faith. I have faith. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, the, the one thing you look on that side, you know, you've got two of the top five goal scorers in that division going off against each other, possibly in, in that playoff final. If it does work out that way, you know, Duvan Zapata on 29 goals and, and Sebastian Heller on 16. Um, you know, having watched some of their games, you know, one thing I will say about the League One lads. Virtually all of them have streamed all of their fixtures, which is just brilliant. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, you no. sat there watching, and your missus watching Coronation Street, or whatever. It's nice just to stick on a good stream and watch someone in the Dog and Duck League kicking the uh, kicking the ball out from goal kicks out of touch and whatnot. It's, it's quite fun. We've all been. Yeah, um, just diverting our attention slightly lower down. Then, so I'd say from seventh downwards. Um, I mean. First of all, my take real quick. I think I'm not surprised on the bottom three at all. Um, we said, obviously, you know, start of the season, Tunnels was really struggling in, in there in ninth. Obviously, he managed to get himself up there, so that's all right. 
Uh, Dio, again, he's one of those. You rarely see it, I think. You know, same with Wiz. When people don't draw a single game, it's either one or the other. Um, you know, and he's gone all the way, and he's um, he's he's not drawn any games yet. So it'll be interesting to see how he finishes the season against Worm. And and Ryan Jones, obviously, just he's the one that's been unlucky and just missed out in the playoffs. Um, I mean, out of that pack from seventh down to thirteenth, Hilly, does any, anything surprise you there? I mean, having played those lads. Um, Tunners, he is a, a very solid player. Yeah, um, I struggled against him, so I was expecting him to be uh, knocking on the playoff door. And yeah, Rye Jones always got on really well with him. Um, yeah, he's obviously a little bit disappointed with himself um, not being able to make it up there. Um, but yeah, the rest of it is pretty much how how I would have expected it to, to finish. To be honest, Ash. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. I think, you know, the bottom three are not surprising at all. I mean, just I just want to say really, really quickly, a big, you know, a big thumbs up to Wizzy Fox. You know, plays every week, gets beaten most weeks, but he's still, you know, for me, one of the most positive players on the site. You know, always uh, having a laugh after the game and you won't see him having a rant in the shout box or in a thread. Um, I mean, I know he's been he's a long time member, so, you, you know, um it's sort of ingrained a little bit, but I just, uh, yeah, he's really, really good. Cause, I mean, just looking at his record, he's played 24, well, played, played 24, and he's lost 21 of them uh, this season. Um, so, I mean, just to have a positive outlook after those games is, uh, is a really, really good thing. So just a, a good thumbs up on that one um, to him, really. Um, looking upwards, uh, Skaz and Soggy. Well, Soggy, we've said this one before on the podcast, you know, if he actually learned how to play in the final third of the pitch, he might do a lot better. Um, diet Tunners, I mean, Tunners surprised me, um, you know, because, I mean, as, as, uh, as Hilly said, I think Tunners is a good player. Um, you know, I mean, the couple of times that I've played him, we've uh, had some good games, so I'm surprised to not see him up there. Um, and then Worm and Ryan Jones is sort of the middle part of the league. Um, neither of them, I think, really push on for the top sort of uh, two, three. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, especially with Rye, I wonder if half of that is due to just his, you know, ship, ship shop of his team all the time. Um, I'm not sure, but... Um, no, I mean, I can't... I'm not saying there's... Uh, there's no one there that awfully surprises me of being in that bottom seven. I mean, the one sort of... You know, just to round everything off in this division, I mean, the one... I don't know if you call it a bottle job. I don't know if that's harsh, because I, I actually really like the guy. Um, but, I mean, what? Two podcasts ago, we were sat here talking about Worm. I think he was first or second. You know, Worm was, was well up there, and he had a terrible run of form. Um, you know, he's just he's just been plummeting down. I think he was he was top six for first half of the season easy um, and then just seems to have dropped off a cliff so yeah I mean it's interesting again I think you know applause to all the lads in League One normally first to get their games done as well um, obviously a hell of a lot of red cards which you know to be expected with the, the poor quality in that division um, but, uh, but yeah look forward to the championship Hilly you know you don't have to get your team won't have to get changed in Porter Cabins and, and pick up pick up dog shit on the uh, on the on the track, um, but uh, but yeah no onwards and upwards for uh, for yourself Bonzi and hopefully New Winters if my prediction is right hopefully Rhino if that is um, anyway right we'll move on to the championship so again interesting division there's still quite a few games from what I can see if we played in this one um, so I'll rattle down how we go from now so we've got Plunkett. Looks like he's won the league. Nobody yeah. can catch yeah, him. He's, so the top two is top two. Mind you, he nearly threw it away. If you look at that form, four draws out of the last five. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he's drew a lot of games. He drew seven games. Um, you know, so he, again, he nearly threw that away, really. Um, Golden Beard in second. Um, so again, congratulations to him unbeaten in his last five as well. So well done. Uh, so those two are both good. I mean, we said, me and Ash have said for a while on this podcast that we think Golden Beard probably lower premise standard for sure. Um, so, you know, fair play to him for, for proving that. Um, playoffs, we've got Paul Lowe's, Packfish, Big B and Malian. Um, again, I think that's pretty much it. I don't think anybody can jump in there now. No, I think um, I think unless I have a recluse or Jeff um, overturn quite a big goal swing and Malian was to lose, but I think the four in there are probably going to be the playoff four. For sure. Um, which again, you know, fair play to those. Again, we've got Joby, 
bang in the middle of the table, seventh, you know, congratulations, considering Joby, you know, he gets a bit of stick, he doesn't get involved in many events, and um, he doesn't do many transfers, you know, to finish, you know, five unbeaten in the last uh, last five games, and to finish in seventh position, it's uh, it's not bad, it's not bad at all, so well done. Um, you know, Jeff and Suited, like you say, eighth and ninth, I thought Jeff would do a lot better this season. Uh, if you're asking myself, I think Riverman was my tip in the predictions at the start of the uh, the podcast, at the start of the season, to actually win the division. So he's, he's done me proud there. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> and then we've got, obviously, uh, so yeah, River, Harry, Bertie and Payne Wales. I mean, you know, we'll come on to it in a minute, lads, but I could literally bang Bertie's head against a brick wall for the fact that he's down there. Um, you know, when we play... Uh, whether it be a friendly or an event, I always struggle to break him down. The fact that he's 12th in the championship, it's just, you know, it's a testament to, I don't know, maybe a lack of concentration or what, I'm, I'm not quite sure. But um, but again, it's it's shocking. I mean, and obviously you've got to look at it there. Relegation playoff, arguably more interesting, especially for me, um, uh, you know, as Harry's in there than the, than the playoff of the Premier League. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but again, Ash, if you want to kick us off with this one, um, again, this time we'll start with seventh down. So if we contract the yeah. half this time. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Joby and Jeff sort of in that mid-table slot. Um, I mean, Joby's must have been happy with that. He's taken on his he's taken his team on the uh, holiday to Turkey. Um, not that you'd have known anything about that. Um and then Jeff, I was expecting Jeff to do a little bit better. I, I think I'd agree with you on that point. Um, but, I mean, we know how Jeff can get in games, especially if he uh, goes a few goals down. You know, his head seems to drop a little bit. So I wonder how many uh, times that's happened over the course of the season. Um, Suit Recluse tends to be a good player, um, but again, quite a mixed record. So not really surprised to see him in that sort of middle spot. Um, Riverman and Harry, I mean... Uh, I remember one point in the season, Harry was top of the league. I think Marcus must have been doing some maintenance work on the site because clearly uh, his record shows that that must have been the case. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Harry is, I'm just looking here, I mean, Harry is doomed to the relegation playoff, so he's going to be in there regardless of what happens uh, with Riverman. I mean, Riverman can still actually crawl out of the uh, playoffs. I mean, Suter, Clues and Jeff are still not safe either. Um, so, you know, it could be interesting to see. Um, if Harry was to play either River, Jeff or Suited, I think he'd end up losing. So I think he's going to be going down with Bertie and Payne Wales. Bertie is a cracking player. Um, you know, he's a really Bertie ball, as, uh, as he's got the name on the site for. Um, so uh, I don't know where it's gone wrong for him. You know, I mean, he's another one that sort of uh, has kept his players uh, and his team and has refused to sell any of them. You know, it's just, I don't know, is it a t- case of the team becoming stale? Um, or, I mean, I don't know. Who's it? Bertie. Bertie, yeah, yeah. He did make a few transfers. I'll defend him on that one. He made some transfers towards the end of the season. I towards the end of the season? Yeah. Towards, towards the, the end of the season, yeah. though. Yeah, that yeah, was too late. It was too late, it was yeah. Too late. yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's a sign of a reactive manager rather than a proactive manager. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, if Bertie goes down to League One, I think he'd go straight back up as champion because I think he's too good for that division. Um, and the same with Payne Wales. I think the bottom two, that I mean, we said this a few times before um, in the sort of end-of-season podcasts, um, I think the bottom two of that championship will be the top two of the League One next season. I mean, yeah, it's a bold statement. I think I think it depends what happens with Payne again, whether it will be the next FIFA he'll be more interested. Well, mind, mind you, yes, yeah, mind you. Just to make a point on that, it is obviously a uh, it is a reset next season, so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how players do with uh, uh, the lower rated players, and especially on a new mm-hmm. FIFA engine as well. You've uh, you've got to consider the fact that again, it's all, we've talked about it in the past as well. The likes of well, virtually half the site now. I think you know myself, River, um, Bertie, Payne, Rhino, Malian. We came from the site initially that we never really got players like we've got now. You know, we didn't have the slag players that were above sort of 83 and, and upwards. Um, you know, the sort of each team maybe had two players that were sort of low 80s tops and that was it. Whereas you look now and we've got a full squads of, of slags really, the guys who've been in it for a while. So I think that you'll see when we have a reset, Bertie, Payne, some of those lads, they'll be a lot better next season because the, the, the playing field gets leveled so much. And 
Bertie has a really good style of play. Um, and if the match engine, like you say, you know, benefits that and it's a slower style of play, then it, he'll do really well. Um, Hilly, getting your opinion, obviously, um, on that bottom half real quick. Um, I mean, again, for example, River and Harry, any idea out of them two who you think is going to go down? Um, Bear in mind, there is only one correct answer. <laughs> no, again, I've not um, played Harry, if I'm being really honest. Um, so I, I can't comment on his uh, FIFA ability. But um, Very negative. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically just sits back with two banks of four and crosses the ball in. That's what he does. <laughs> well, in that case, yeah, it's gonna, only going to be one way, isn't it? But um, again, it's not set in stone yet. Um, Jeff Anthony could be down there recluse, obviously, as well. Um, but if it is River, um, yeah, then I would fancy him to to play that. Again, uh, echoing what you boys said earlier, I played Bertie and Payne Wales in uh, various tournaments and things, and I really struggled against them. So to be honest... Um, if I don't have to play them next season, that might be a good thing for myself. Um, but yeah, I think League One next year will be tough, uh, tough of them to win it. Yeah, for sure. And um, if we if we look towards the top, then so the top six, obviously, like I say, Plunkett, he was out and away. I think he was uh, leading that division for the last few weeks in the running. Um, but I mean, you know, second. Um, all the way down to sixth really was sort of anyone's until the point where I think um, Golden Beer and, and Paul managed to pull away. Um, arguably Pat did as well, but you know he's still catchable by by both fifth and sixth in, in Big B and Mainland. Um Hilly, if you have to say right now, who's who's going to finish um, in the sort of fourth spot? I think Pat Fish will hold on. I think, think obviously he's got um, nothing to do with the games, but yeah, he's a, a, a very very good solid player. I haven't come across all four of them, if I'm being completely honest. Um, but yeah, Patrick is a, is a solid player for me. So yeah, I'd hold. I'd say he's going to hold on to fourth. I mean, it'd be interesting, um, Ash, as well, with obviously Paul Lowe saying he's not going to be in next season. Yeah. Um, you know, if he wins the playoff, um, you know, I mean, it'll be a, a tricky one. I mean, we've got the lads obviously that have signed up again to, to come in. Um, I'm guessing there'll be a reserve league as per usual in the off season. Um, you know, one of which um, I, I can't pronounce it, but he's, he's a West Brom fan. Um, played clubs the other night and someone said when he joined he was you know he's been in the top 100 on the team or something before so uh, so that'll be fun um, hopefully he gets put in league one um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah so you've got to think obviously if Paul Lowe's goes up someone like him surely would, would get his place yeah I mean obviously they'll have to evaluate that in the start of the new season um, if Paul does Manage to win the playoffs and go up into the uh, into the top division, and if he decides not to do it, um, but I mean, I'd agree with the statement that Hilly mate. I, I think Packfish could go on this season and uh, take his place in the Premiership next season. Um, just looking at those playoff spots, um, yeah, I mean, Paul is a good player, as is Malian. Uh, and, you know, Bry's not a tricky player either on his day. You know, he can work the ball well and get it in the box. He's got a couple of, uh, you know, likes to use the aerial threat that his team possesses. Um, but I, I would agree with what Hilly said. I, I think Patfish is going to go up out of the playoffs. Do you not argue that any of those four, you know, from third down to six, they're all going to be sort of like up and down players, though? You know, we've seen Paulos, we've seen Malian, we've seen them go up and down from championship to the Premier League and vice versa. Yeah. Um, do you feel like any of those four would do the same? Um, well, Paul... I think Brian, you know, he's one of the nicest guys on the site, but I don't know if he'd have the quality to Yeah, Paul and Malian have already shown that um, in terms of going up and down um, from that top division. Bry, yeah, I, I think Bry would probably struggle in a top division. I mean, I say this, you know, Bry on his day can beat anybody, um, but I think over the course of the season, I think he would probably struggle. Um, so, I mean, Packfish, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Packfish is a bad player. I think he's a good player and he's got some good players. Not obviously that's going to make no difference next season, but, um, you know, I, 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 I'd like to see Packfish in the top division, you know, a bit of fresh meat. Obviously, whether he stays fresh for uh, longer than a season will remain to be seen. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I think Pat Fish is to go up out of those uh, playoff spaces. I, I'm not going to say who he's going to beat or who he's going to play. Uh, I mean, I say this altogether. He might not even end up in the final. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, how, especially how they get matched up in those uh, first playoff games. 
I mean, just to finish off on that division as well, quite a lot of red cards as well. Very similar to the um, to League One. Not as many, I'll admit. Yeah. Um, but again, red cards. It's just uh, it's naughty. Very naughty. I don't. I don't mean to point him out because we know we don't like to point fingers on this podcast. Oh, um, point fingers, well, Harry has had uh, Chris Smalling sent off twice, and he's the only player in the league to have um, a player sent off twice. In fact, he might even be the only player on the site. I'm just going to check the league one, Fred. Here, he is the only player on the site in the entire three leagues to have a player sent off twice. Absolute oh, filth. God. Absolute filth. And he wonders Absolute why he's filth. going down. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's move on to the granddaddy of them all, the uh, the proper division, the Premier League. Um, so before we actually kick off with this, right, so obviously we know who's won the Premier League. However, how what I would suggest is because this person has a real thing at the minute about, you know, hating on FIFA and bigging up Pez. We know, obviously, that Pez, they don't have a lot of the naming rights. Yes, they've got a few more. But am I right in thinking, again, it's been a long time since I've played Pez, Ash. Is it a case of, like, it's Manchester Red Devils rather than Man United? Um, yeah, it's something... That sort of thing, don't Yeah, it's something weird like that. Like, Arsenal used to be called North London on Pez. Yeah. Um... Uh, I, I feel like for the for the um, for the duration of the podcast, I feel like we should refer to the person who's first in the Premier League as North London personal trainer, <laughs> in in the spirit of Pez, because obviously that's his favourite game. So uh, congratulations to North London personal trainer because he came first. So well done. Um, again, you know, smashed the rest of the division um, at least thirteen points clear at the minute, if not more. Um, again, I think it was always going to be the case, regardless of what he says. He's very good at the game, um, and uh, and again, he, you know, he's a total deserved winner. So, so fair play. Um, nobody could really get close to him. So um, yeah, again, nothing but nothing but sort of applause for that. Um, mind you, the, the sort of race for second is interesting. Um, the result on there that should be going on. Obviously, I've um, I need to update that, and, and I've beaten. Mouse in my last two fixtures got six points, so I'm, I'm second at the minute. Um, but as it stands, I'll run through. So you've got um, Spurs supporting personal trainer first, you've got Jaxie second, Berger third, myself fourth, Bunty fifth, yourself in sixth, Bash, Mouse, Aaron, and Colmore in seventh, eighth, and ninth. Joe and Storm occupy the uh, relegation playoff, Jordy in twelfth, and obviously the um, the aforementioned Messi, who obviously decided to bottle it and leave in uh, in thirteenth place. So, um, Ash, I think we'll come to you first, obviously, in regards to the Prem. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, again, we'll start with we'll start with the top. Um, again, any shocks? No, not at all. Um, I mean, Tans ran it very whoa, close. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who? Who? Uh, oh, right. yes, can't, yes. Can't, North, um, right yes, North London personal trainer. Yeah, um, I, he, uh, <laughs> he ran it very close, obviously, second to me last season. So um, I, I'm not surprised to see him at the top. And uh, to be fair, well done to him because I don't think he's ever won a Premier League uh, Premier Trophy before uh, on the site. It might be uh, his first pro trophy on the site in terms of the league. He, I think actually, no, I tell a lie. I think he might have won one before, um, but it's not. It's a rarity for for Tans. So to see him win the league is uh, is a really really good feat for him. So uh, well done to uh, North London personal trainer. I've not forgotten. Um, Jaxie in second at the moment. I th- well, actually, you've just taken six points, haven't you? So you're going to finish above Jaxie regardless. Um, Which is so sweet. I cannot beat Jaxie. Yeah. All. And to finish above him, I'm so. Uh, it yeah. makes it sound real try hard. And yeah, go for yeah. it. I'm a try hard. But yeah. I'm so happy I'm finishing above him. Brilliant. Burger boy, I'm so glad he didn't win the league. Um, because you know <laughs> you work. you wouldn't have heard the end of it. Hashtag anyone but Burger. You know all these. Uh, he won't be able to do his long ball to Adama next season, um, and I'll, I'll be interested to see how he does. Um, you know because uh, he might get found out. Oh, hint, hint, hint. Um, yeah, obviously. Um, I mean, that said, he probably is still going to finish second because he's got Jordy in his last two fixtures. I think he needs. Um, so what he's on forty four. I'll be on. Yeah, he if he wins if he, he wins four, um, he Yeah. Yeah, he needs four points and he's got the same goals uh, goal difference as you as well. So uh 
Although he's got to add the games on, so maybe. I don't know, we'll wait and see. Um, I'd love, yeah, I mean, I don't think he can really have any too many complaints, really. Uh, Buncey in fifth, and then myself in sixth, obviously disappointed with that. Um, but, I mean, the record just shows you exactly what's gone wrong. Play 24, won 12, lost 12. Um, no draws um, in the season. Um, and the goals as well. I mean, scored 56 and conceded 54. So that just sums up everything. It's sort of been a balance of poor defending and clinic, not clinical finishing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's disappointing. But, I mean, I thought the last couple of games I was going to get dragged into the relegation scrap. Um, so to, uh, to sort of stay up is good. Um, and then, obviously, we'll sort of rebuild. Well... I'd hopefully get grips to the new game of FIFA because otherwise, uh, yeah, I'll be jacking it in. I'll go to Pez. I'll go to Pez. No, um, no, I'm looking forward to next season. Um, but yeah, I mean, just back to uh, back to that top six. Um, yeah, there's no real surprises there. No, I think you're absolutely right. I think. Um, Again, the only surprise to me, um, and I'll be honest, is that Colmore, obviously we're going to come to the, to the bottom half in a minute, that Colmore didn't finish in the top six. I mean, I predicted him to finish fourth in the end. Because um, I thought, he, you know, every time, very similar to what Hilly was saying about some of the other lads in the championship, every time I played Colmore, he seemed to do really well. So I thought he'd do really well. Um, but, hey-ho, it, it is what it is when you get into the league scenario. Everybody jacks it up a little bit more, don't they, and, and tries a little bit harder. Um, so Hilly, looking at the um, the bottom uh, from seventh down, obviously Messi, you know, disregard him. He he's gone. Um, any any shocks? Obviously, have you played any of those lads in that position? Um, so yeah, Jordy Crawford. He um, played him right at the very beginning of mm. um, the season, and yeah, I really really struggled against him. Then fairly recently, obviously he had his um, difficulties with internet, and yeah, he he just kind of fell out. of love with the game I think um, so that if you'd have told me at the beginning of the season I wouldn't have expected him to be down where he is to be honest um, but obviously the Premier League is a, yeah, a very unforgiving place um, again all of the players Colmore done very well Joe all, everyone's done yeah hard to predict that league for me really um, because yeah so many very very, very good players when played in handicap competitions um we're still coming out with defeats against all of the Premier League players, so yeah, it's obviously a, a big step up, and yeah, all of them have, um, have done rather well. So in terms of surprises, no, not really. I think, yeah, from sixth to seventh, from Ashart is, yeah, who you'd expect to be there, and yeah, the bottom half as well, to be honest. I mean, Ash, I mean, the, the thing that sort of surprises me because you know, myself, I think maybe you as well. Um, you know, we predicted, obviously, our, our predictions at the start of the season. And I feel like most of us had, obviously, Jordi and Messi as the bottom two. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I had uh, Bunsey and Storm as 10th and 11th. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, Bunsey had a storming of a season. And he won the, um, the, the CC, was it? Uh, I think so. One of the trophies, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so he, he's had a storming season. And, again, you know, we're going to come on to the court players 11 later on. Gabriel Jesus, 28 goals, you know, I'm, I'm calling it, yeah. you know, he's, uh, he's up there. But, um, but again, for me, the, the major shock in that bottom half, and I'm sure you'll be able to concur as well, Aaron and Joe, I mean, them two, it's um, it's it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, it's really interesting. Um, I can I, I see Joe, I think he's going to beat Storm, um, which will pull him up to ninth and, and, and sort of relegate Colmore into the, uh, the relegation playoff. And then it just depends whether Storm can win his last games against Bunsey to put then Joe back into the, the relegation playoff. So it's going to be a really interesting finish. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I mean, I'm surprised to see Aaron where he is, um, you know, because Aaron is a cracking player on his day. But I think he uh, he's another one, a bit like Jeff, um, who loses his head a little bit in games. Um, and that causes him to then lose it even more. Um so, I mean, yeah, and then Storm, I mean, well, we said this was Storm at the beginning of the season, we thought he might push on, um, but unfortunately it's uh, it's not looked like it, um, so, and Joe, again, I mean, Joe's another one that's, uh, it's such a cracking division with everyone in that league is, uh, you know, is a good player, um, 
and it's such a difficult league to call. Um, so I think, you know, next season it could be a case that one of the top three or top four are down in the bottom four. That, that's the sort of season that it could be in that division. Um, but based off, obviously, the, uh, you know, the, well, based off the games that, that ha- have happened in the last couple, it's not surprising to see the teams where they are. Um, <clears throat> But, yeah, I mean, it, 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 there are some shocks in that bottom half of the division, but someone's got to finish down there. Yeah, absolutely. You're, um, you're completely right on that. Um, again, I think we'll finish off by just saying, again, thanks for... Because we're going to move on from the league chat. Um, but thanks, everybody, who's participated in leagues this season. Obviously, good yeah. luck to everyone to play Yeah. Uh, and uh, hopefully everyone comes back. And obviously a few people are leaving, but hopefully everyone comes back and, uh, and takes part next season because it'd be, uh, be really interesting to see everyone again. Um, right, so I don't want to waste any more time deliberating over this because I want to get in my teeth into this court players 11 because this is something I suggested to be put forward for the poll and very, very glad that it was accepted. So the, the premise of this is obviously going to be we're going to create a 1 to 11. So we'll go 4 4 2, bog standard, I think, if, you're, if you boys are happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're going to basically select goalkeeper all the way through to strikers who we think have been not necessarily the best players in regards to rating, because that would be easy, yeah. but who have been the most influential at any given time. So we're talking way back to before, obviously, Hilly and some of the newer lads were in, you know, all the way back to the start, which was season 25 or whatever it was, um, or however long ago it was, Ash, that we, oh. um, that we joined. Are, are we so, talking about the current cycle in terms of um, we, we're talking, I think Yeah, so we're talking about before we had a... So when... Um, me, Rhino, those lot, when we came in. Oh, um, going back two FIFAs ago here, pal. <laughs> so, are we, are, are we, yeah, no, because t- um, t- if you remember rightly, well, I don't know, we might have been coming afterwards, but we actually carried on um, from FIFA, what were we on FIFA 19? Are we? So if we're on FIFA 18 to FIFA 19. Um, yes, so, think, yeah, we're going over two FIFAs. Yeah, over two FIFAs. Um, so but, yeah. I mean, again, the information's there. So right, let's let's start. Okay, obviously. So we'll start with goalkeeper. Okay. So I mean, suggestions-wise, you know, a few people put podcast um, in the podcast thread some suggestions for players. Yeah. Goalkeeper wasn't really one anybody put forward. Yeah. So for me, straight away, one of the goalkeepers that was in it from the start, he was actually in my starting squad, and I got rid of him to yourself, Ash, and I think he's been with you ever since. Was um, Jordan Pickford. Yes, yeah, Jordan um, Pickford. I mean, it's hard to look past Jordan Pickford. You know, he's he's been in the Prem for all that time. Um, he's pulled off some absolute worldies. You know, you've had him. Um, you know, you already won like an eighty-seven MDR for ages and didn't reset your team. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's very you know, true. He's, um, you know, it's hard to look past him. Um, any honourable mentions or any any sort of you know challenges to that? I found goalkeeper hardest to pick really out of all of this lot. Um, the only other one was uh, solely because he conceded the fewest amount of goals in all of the leagues this mid- uh, season was Jack Butland. But again, I'm one season third feeder behind you guys. So Again, Jack sure. Butland, you know, he's been in it for a while as well. I, who, who's currently got Jack Butland? Uh, I'm not too sure. I mean, again, that's... Yeah, that's good research. I didn't quite expect you to go that far in deep, so God knows. I've just got a few names written down, Hilly, I'm not going to lie. Golden Beard. Golden Beard's got Jack Butland. Yeah. Okay, I mean, what are we thinking then, boys? Pickford or or, um, or Jack Butland? I mean, it's going to be in well, either way. I, I, well, obviously, for me, I'm going to say Pickford. Um, you know, I, I bought him in, um, and I've had him for quite a while. Um, you know, bought him in early on. Um and I've just never really upgraded or changed him around since. Um, come a couple of times that looked doing it, but I mean, he saved me in so many games, and some of his point blank saves were unreal. Um, yeah. I think goalkeeper's difficult in general because, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much a goalkeeper's rating really does um, in terms of like your 80, 80, 81s, 82s, really affects it too much. Um, you know, if you score a cracking goal with a player, nine out of ten chances is it's going to be any keeper um, that's in the goalkeeper, uh, you know, slot. I mean, the, the only other one I would mention as well, just again, it sounds like I'm just picking my players, but this this guy did was with um, someone else for a long time, was with Begovic. Um, you know, Begovic, you know, saved with feet, Trey. I think um, Tans had him uh, before he sort of yeah. came back as well. 
um, you know, Begovic again, he's a bit of a man mountain. But for me, I think I'm happy if you boys are to settle on Pickford. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. yeah right. Pickford's getting written down. He's in net. We'll put Butland on the bench. <laughs> Butland can be the backup. Yeah. Okay. So defenders. So we'll start with left back. And unfortunately, we can't put Ashley Cole there like we do in every other time we go pretty <laughs> first to 11 in anything. Um, but uh, so left back, um, Hilly. Any suggestions from your obviously encyclopedic knowledge? <laughs> um, I would go Marcus Alonso because in real life he's not a brilliant defender, but going forwards on the game he's really overpowered in my opinion. Um, so I would throw Marcus Alonso into the ring. Okay, Ash. Any left backs from the league that you would consider? Um. Yeah, I mean Marcus Alonso is a good shout. Um, you know, he's uh, who's got Marcus Alonso at the moment. Um, uh, it was River, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Um, or maybe it could actually be naked. I don't know. I don't know. It could be naked. I'm not sure. Yeah, it is League One. Um, yeah, I mean um, Marcus Alonso is a good player. Another player that I'd argue has been good over at some point over the uh, over the last two years is Van Arnholt. Do you know, um, just that he's who I've got written down. Um, you know, very quick, very quick player. I know a few that have done really, really well with him. Um, so, yeah, for me, I, I would probably say out of the uh, out of the entirety, um, Van Arnholt at left back. It's difficult because there's not really uh, many left backs that I've, uh, <laughs> I've I've been too interested in. Um, yeah, you've been with for a long time. I had Dinho, yeah. He's a possibility as well, really. He is, but Van Arnholt is a little bit lower rated. So if we're sort of balancing, if we're sort of balancing it out, yeah, yeah. I mean, Van Arnholt, Digne, Marcus Alonso. There's three good players there. Um, I mean, again, for me, the only other one I would throw in um, would be Ben Chilwell. Um, yeah, solely because you know he's been transferred a few times. You know, um, I think. Possibly River had him, and then Rhino had him, and then Harry Rhino's had him. Got him now. Rhino's, Rhino's still got him. Yeah. Um, you know, so again, he's someone who's been transferred around a little bit. Um, but I mean, for me, I'm, I think Van Arnholt. He's been in two title-winning. Um, he's been in two title-winning teams in subs on the first season and Tans on this yeah. before this. So I think he has to go in purely for that. Um, you know, if you if you boys are happy with that. Yeah. yeah. Again, like you say, it's sort of stops the slaggy effect yeah. of the, uh, the the team as well. So Van Arnholt, in you go at left-back sunshine. Um, do we do right-back next, do you think, before we move on to centre-backs? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Ash, any ideas for right-back first? Um, it's got being and Babu. Oh, OK, right, so I've got two written down. He was one, but go on, carry on. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, Mbabu is, is so overpowered. Um, you know, he could play at right back, he could play at centre back. Um, I mean, Towns has done wonders with him this season. Um, in that sort of, uh, in sort of that position, I think he's had him for quite a while. Him, Babu, as well. Um, he's seventy-seven rated as well. Yep, seventy-seven rated. Um, so yeah, for me, it has to be uh, has to be in Babu. Yeah, Hilly, what do you think? Uh, I've got written down Danny Alves. Um, Bonzi's got him. And uh, yeah, he just kept picking up the ball and just running down that right wing, and there's not a thing I could do about it. Um, so I'd yeah suggest Danny Alves. Do you know Danny Alves again? I think I brought him in on a BFA. It was a mystery BFA, and at the time, I was like, I, I didn't need a right back, so I played him in centre mid and at camp for a bit. And I think Joe played him there as well. And he literally he's one of them players who can play anywhere on the pitch. Yeah. Um, he he can play anywhere. Um, Eighty two rated though. Yeah, true, true. I mean, the one thing I would say, um, you know, I mean, he's been in the league for a while, though. He's not just been in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, the other right-back I had in mind, again, just because he's been there from the start, and again, he's been in a, a title-winning team, um, and, and been in Burger's team since, um, since Subs gave him up, was, uh, was Bellerin. You know, Hector Bellerin, um, you know, he's he's been a stalwart in the Premier League. Um, he's played a lot of games. And um, you know, no no right back's been able to shift him. But hey, you know, I mean, again, we've got a three way uh, a three way conversation going on here. Alves, we've got Mbabu, and we've got Bellerin. I mean, I'm I'm happy to sway either way. I'll be honest, I'm happy to go e- with either or. Um, again, e- all have got 
you know, pros and cons. Mbappu, like you say, he's been in a title-winning team, very low-rated, very overpowered. Dani Alves, utility player, can play anywhere. Ideally, he is someone you want on the bench because you can bring him on to fill a gap anywhere. Um, but, I mean, again, I'm, I'm happy to bow to, to you guys in regards to which way you want to go on this one. Let's go for the lower rated one. I think that makes things more interesting. Got to think yeah. of that wage bill as well. <laughs> yeah. you know, now that would be interesting. If we had a bit of time, we can. when we finish the podcast, we'll wrap it up and maybe total how much this comes to in wages. Yeah. We'll do that at the end before we post it out. Brilliant. All right. So Mbabu's going in at right back. Okie dokie. Right, centre-backs then. So this is, for me, is where it gets interesting. So I'm going to put one in there straight away. And this one, I'm sorry, but there's no debate. There's no, there's absolutely no contradiction. And I think you know who it's going to be, Ash. It's going to be Dillict. Yeah. He's, he's got to go in. Yeah, Hilly, I agree. Yeah, can't argue that one. Yeah, 300 million, three hundred million pound man. Yeah. Jesus wept. I mean, Storm's valuation for him initially. I mean, can you remember the, the controversy that caused? Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Sell him for yeah less than 200, 300 million. He was getting offers of 200 million, but he was saying no. Um, so yeah, I mean for me, Delict and you know for what he did, you know when you got him as well, actually he's got to go in surely. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. And uh, help Towns win the league at the end of the season as well. The party chat deal. Wink, wink, wink. Expect the favour. Oh my God, I can't expect the favour. He's not in it next season. Oh, what a plum. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. In, in seriousness, he's a he's a cracking player. Yeah. So Delict is in the building. Again, I think there's no there's no debate about that. I think he, he's got to be in there again. What he lacks in pace, he makes up for in obviously just tackling, passing, heading, strength a lot. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I think yeah, he, he has to be in. Um, there's no no doubt about that. The second centre-back, I mean, there is so many options available. Um, I mean, Hilly, did you have anyone in mind for the second centre-back position? Um, so, I've got two written down here. They're quite similar. Yeah. Uh, in fact, in that, I think they're overpowered on the game compared to how they are in real life. I've got David Luiz and uh, okay. Davinson Sanchez. Okay, cool. All right. Um, I'd say the only reason Luis I'd be less inclined is because he's only just come into it. And if we're thinking about like a court 11, and maybe wouldn't suggest Louise, but again, we'll, we'll consider him for a minute. Ash, what about yourself? Um, there's a couple um, that I look at there. I mean, one for me um, is Kim Pembe. Um, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, when he came in, Jesus. He was, uh, when he came into the league, he was... Uh, he was immense. Um, I think. I think they. Um, I think they updated him, and he was. He's. Uh, he perhaps isn't as good now as he was uh, in terms of his positioning, and he sometimes gets caught out a little bit. I think that's probably half down to his work rate. Um, but Kim Pembe uh, for me would sort of be a contender. Um, who else have I got written down here? Let's have a little look. Um, I mean, the one the ones I would throw forward, just while you're looking, Ash, so I've got a couple sort of written down. Yeah. Um, purely because, again, again, uh, Hilly, I know it's a bit harder for you, mate, because you, you've not necessarily been here, but some yep. of the controversy these guys caused. So um, I've got uh, Militao, obviously, who was with Worm for absolutely ages, who I think everybody in his dog tried to get off him. I know you did, Ash, and I did. Yeah. Um, you know, and obviously he's moved to Real Madrid recently. Um, you know, some big bids went into him. I think Worm just rebuffed every single one of them. Um, I had Kim Pembe written down as well, so he's definitely still an option. Um, Akanji as well, the Dortmund centre Yes, back. yep. Um, obviously he's in there. Again, I know we're getting into the realms of, of 80s though. Um, and then the, the next few, um, again, just purely because of, of the sort of the, the hype around them when they came in, obviously Benjamin Pavard. Um, yes. When he came in, he was in one of the start squads and obviously had just come off the back of that amazing World Cup and scored that worldie. Um, Kurt Zuma, again, another one who's been transferred around a bit, but an absolute animal at the back. Um, and for me, probably the one I would put forward the most out of all of those I've just said, purely because, of, again, the transfer, the, um, the valuation, etc., and he's English and low rated, was Joe Gomez. Um, yeah. Because again, you know, we, the amount of times he's been transferred um, in this rotation, he was very, very sought after property. But again, you know, I'm happy for you guys to 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 overrule me on that one if, if we need to. 
No, I'd be I'd be happy with that. I was thinking maybe uh, outside shout for Nathan Ake as well. He's uh, yes, not bad. And Nathan um, Ake's been in a title winning team as well. Mm. Yeah, Ash, what do you think? Yeah, Ake will go. Who would I have? Uh, well, Kimpembe is, you know, we've got to look at this wage bill. Um, we've already got a luxury, <laughs> we've already got a luxury player in that centre back position. Um, Ake is actually the other player that I had written down here in my notes, um, so I'm going to have to go with Ake. Okay, Hilly, are you going Ake or Joe Gomez? Yeah, I'll go Nathan Ake. Okay, I would have gone Gomez, but I will bow to you guys on that one. So Nathan Ake is the other centre back. Hey, so it's been quite civil so far, this, isn't it? I thought we'd be loads more arguments than this. <laughs> right. you, know, you, wait until we get, you wait until we have to fit two strikers in. Jesus Christ. That's we, I think we're going to have to be a bit luxurious and maybe put some real forward players on the wings. We'll play like a 4 triple 2 maybe instead. <laughs> um, right, so the first centre-mid position, slash CDM, whatever you want to call it. Um, again, there's one player that, that sort of sparks to mind straight away in the same way his centre-back of, of the same nationality did, and that's um, De Jong. Yeah. Um, again, I think in the wages, obviously, it screws over a little bit, but, you know, again, he was transferred so much when he came in. You know, he was, you know, so sought after and such a big player. And obviously, he's gone from 78 rated to 84 rated on this FIFA alone. Um, you know, he's got to be there for consideration. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, Hilly, what do you think? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, the one that I would um, pick up, because I've forgotten who had him in League One, um, but someone had Deli Ali, and he yeah, yeah. so, so well in that division. Um, I'm trying to find out who it is. Is there a worm? Emotional worm, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, he just kept the ball with him. Um, yeah, just couldn't get it off of him. Um, obviously, very, very high rated, so... Uh, the wages might uh, disappear very quickly if we put him in. But, um, yeah, very, very good player um, in that division. Absolutely. OK, I mean, so, again, let's throw a few more names out there. I mean, another one I've got written down, Ash, is, is Havertz. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Again, Jeff's had him. Um, a few have had him. Um, again, big player. Um, not sure what you guys think about that. Yeah, I mean, you've just said it. Big player. I think he had quite a nice upgrade. Um at the start of FIFA, uh, FIFA 19. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a good one. I, I'd argue he's perhaps more of a attacking midfielder in a sort of cam role. Um, Consider the players we're going to have to squeeze in up top, though, mate. Well, yeah. Well, that's it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good call, Havertz. Um, yeah, he's a good shout. Yeah, I mean, Hilly, was there any other suggestions you had? Uh, the only other one, again, um, going with the uh, overpowered team, um, is Dimitri Payet, I think. Yeah. Very, very good, very, very balanced. Uh, can go either way. Um, and, yeah, free kicks as well, very, very strong at. Um, was he, he was quite strong on FIFA 18 as well, if I remember rightly. I mean, again, going just going through the... Um the positions and the sort of players that have been mentioned in the um, in the thread as well. Um, the only non-league member to actually comment in this thread was Subs, um, who, if you don't know Hilly, Subs won the first um, the first league and then the second league for the Ash as well on this yeah. rotation. Yeah. Um, and then he, I think he, he didn't have a lot of time anymore, so so back out. Or his ego got too big. But we were, <laughs> you believe uh, what you want. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's, he was class. To be fair, he was really good. Um, but, uh, you know, he's mentioned Bakayoko, which, again, you know, I remember when Sultan had Bakayoko, he was like Makoele, for God's sake. Um, there was no getting through. A couple of other ones I've got written down. Uh, Thomas Party, the Atletico Madrid centre mid, CDM. Um, Kondogbia as well. Um, and then arguably, again, similar to De Lick, similar to De Jong, Woody and Dombele with the storm situation, you know, um, 200 million bids and, and all this going in, you know, and Dombele, very overpowered, very good on the ball. I've got to admit, boys, I thought the centre mid would be quite easy, but I'm finding it quite hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a few. Um, um, what, what do we think? So are, are we, again, I think we've got De Jong, Havertz, Ali, Party, Kadogbia, and Dombele, Bakioko, um, I mean, there's no one we're missing, first of all, is there, really? Not that stands out. No? OK, I mean, what do we think, then, out of that sort of shortlist there? I mean, does De Jong definitely have a place? 
I think he has to. Really? Yeah, I'd agree with that. He's yeah, solid player. Right. De Jong's in the bag. He's in there. Okay. And partnering De Jong, what do we think? Uh, I think we need someone a bit defensive. Um, okay, so out of the defenders then, we've got out of the defensive mids, we've got Bakayoko, Kondogbia, Party, and Ndombele. What do you think, Yuli? I would go for, with my Spurs hat, and Ndombele. No, I'm joking. I would go for Ndombele anyway, regardless. Um, I mean, we're doing a court players 11, aren't we? And at the end of the end, Ndombele, when he came into the league, was massive. You know I mean? You could argue going yeah. back for three sets, actually, Nyan Gollum would get in for the whole Storm situation. Yeah. Um, but what I mean, do we? Would you be happy to put Ndombele in? I'd, I'd be happy with that. I think it's a. I think that's right. a good player. He's going to sit just behind then Ndombele. Okay. Do you know this team? Even even though that's a bit defensive, there it's it's taking shape. Right. Okay. The wingers. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. I mean, again, there's so many you could pick from here. Um, Ash, anybody written down? Start off. And no, you um, can't put Krishna in or Barker. No. <laughs> <laughs> you no. could put Krishna in because bloody hell, he's like he scores all your goals. Yeah, or Krishna more in the forward role. Um, for me, in terms of wingers and playing on the wing, has to be Philip Anderson. Okay, yeah, that's not a bad shout. Yeah. yeah. Um, he'd probably be my standout winger, just because he was yeah, such a he was such an he was such an influential player. You know, he could score goals from outside of the box. He caused so many problems. Um, mm-hmm. and he was a cracking player he was one that I did, did really really I regret selling um, at the end of the day um, I regretted selling him when he went so yeah for me in terms of standout players it would have to be Anderson um, out on that wing or one okay. of the wing positions anyway um, Hilly anybody you want to put forward um, I'm just looking at the thread here and I agree with Aaron C um, I think uh, for the amount of money that uh, Jaden Sancho has uh, gone for I think you've got to consider him as one of the wingers Oh, it's so difficult isn't it because for me Sancho gets in 100% again I think Sancho is in the bag um, as one of the wingers however I agree with what you're saying about um, Felipe Anderson but then I consider Nicolas Pepe as well yeah you know mm-hmm. you've got again Gerard Delefeu you know, again, maybe not quite as sought after, but again, brilliant. Um, you know, and he's been transferred around quite a few teams as well. Um, oh, God, it's so difficult, isn't it? Um, again, and we've got to consider the fact we've got to keep this, keep these wages. <laughs> check as well. Vinicius Jr., again, he's gone for so much money, um, you know, when he's come in. Um, Ismail Assar again you know title winning team with Tams you know Tams had him non-stop um, oh god this is difficult I mean do we do we both agree if we, can, if we all can agree on one at least just Jaden Sancho getting yeah yeah I'm happy happy with that yeah for me right. yeah definitely so Jaden Sancho's going in on the right wing England's future here you go son alright left wing then boys so for me it's between four Personally, Ismail Assar is great, but he's only ever really done it for one person, which is Tams, and Tams is great anyway. Sorry, North London person trainer. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, for me, it's out of Pepe, Anderson, Vinicius Junior, Junior even, and again, from my own personal heart, would be Kingsley Coman, because he just ripped it up for me. Um, but again, I'm happy to take take your guys. Sort of, you guys can fight amongst yourselves as to who you think should go in, and I'll agree. Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, Anderson was so influential and was an impact player, um, you know, and he scored goals galore. Um, but uh, on the other hand, I'd see the you know I see the size for the other two, Pepe, you know, very quick, uh, very speedy, uh, tricky on the ball. Um, you'd make the point for him there. Um, Vinicius Junior for the cash he went for. Yeah, I mean, I, I had Vinicius Junior, and I, I've got to be honest, he didn't quite cut it for me. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd include him in that sort of debate with Pepe and Anderson. Um, All right. Okay. Are you happy if we put Anderson in? Yeah, even though, I would. Even though he's a West Ham player. <laughs> no, I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. Pep, yeah. 
All right. Felipe Anderson's in then on the left wing, cutting in from the right on his left. Yeah, it's coming in from the left, so on his right. He'll bang a few goals for us. All right, boys, this is where shit's going to go down. Because <laughs> I, I don't know how we're going to get these 17 strikers into these two places. <laughs> um, yeah. So straight away, I'm looking bloody Lacazette for the season he had this season with myself. I'm looking at Ibrahimovic, likewise. And again, obviously, for the controversy with the soggy cabbages and Aaron situation. Um, Martial, you know, he's done great for for uh, Danger Mouse. Um Gnabry, you know, Gnabry's been in it from the start. You know, he was in it with me all the way from the start, and he's gone up to an 84 now. Um, oh, God. I mean, Gabriel Jesus. How can you look past Gabriel Jesus? He's going to be so difficult. Um, Marcus Rashford. Um, bloody hell. Um, all right, Hilly, from from your sort of research, what do you think? Who Who's going in there? Who, who's your first one that you put forward? So my first one, you've got to go Gabriel Jesus, top goal scorer uh, in the Premier League. Bonsi, uh, uh, 28 goals. Second place was Inaki Williams uh, with 21. So for me, Gabriel Jesus is non-negotiable. I think he's got to go in. I mean, more importantly, he kept me up on the last day of the season, two seasons ago, with a hat-trick. <laughs> um, I mean, Ash, Anna, Ash, any arguments on Jesus? Um, no. Uh, for me, it's two players, and they both represent the different FIFAs. Um, obviously, for FIFA 19, yep, Gabriel Jesus has everything, pace, uh, right. great Gab- finishing. Going in. I'm, I'm um, in get Gabriel <laughs> Jesus in there. In terms of FIFA 18, has to be the mighty Adebayor. Um, the first yeah, season we had... You're, not gonna, he, you're obviously not going to like it, you know. But yeah, <laughs> um, the first season he scored, he, he, we played, I think he got 36, 37 goals um, in the season. Um, I, I think so he, he was so overpowered um, in terms of his shot and his finishing and his heading. Um, but really Rashford. It was it was it was brilliant. You know, Rashford, um, Rhino got top goal scorer with Rashford. How can we leave out Joseph Martinez for fuck's sake? Martinez, yeah, <laughs> this is it. This is it. We we'll have a couple of good impact. We'll, we'll have a good couple of impact players off the bench. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm dreading. I'm dreading because I'm looking at this team now, and most of it is predominantly Premier League and Championship players. I don't think many of these players have seen League One. I'm just debating the fact that we need to throw someone from there in, otherwise the League One, you know, all the cronies from League One are going to be commenting saying that it was just purely a Prem team. Um, however, again, before we even started this whole debate, and before we even started to put the poll out, my example to you in, in the chat was Adibayor. Yeah. Uh, you know, but then again, how does Adibayor get in ahead of Ibrahimovic? Um, and ahead of, you know, Martinez and Rashford? I, I just don't understand what we're doing here, boys. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, they're just. I think they're. Uh, I don't want to say this. No, do you know what? No, you know what? It's got to be added by all. Ibrahimovic caused loads of drama when he came into the leagues. Joseph Martinez, when he came in, scored hatfuls of goals for everybody. He was sought after by everybody. Rashford, you know, top goal scorer in League One. These boys are definitely on the bench. All right. And if anything happens, you know, we're tripping him on. Up, give him an injury. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think Andy Bayor for what he did for you in that first season, and you know, and for how he, you know, he won you that league. Yeah. Um, you know, so he has to be in there. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Andy Bayor, and again, I think when you look at that team then as well, Andy Bayor again, it just keeps it from being too sluggy. You know, if we put Ibrahimovic in there, if we put Rashford in there, Joseph Martinez, we're, we're going to be way too high. Yeah. Uh, so I think for me, that's it. That that's the team. That that is it. Um, who's going to be the captain? Oh. Delict. The future. The future. The future. Delict. Yeah. Keep Delict the armband. He's a, he's a big, uh, a big man mounting of a centre back. Um, I mean, for, last thing for me, the manager. Is it subs? Is it is it um, North London personal trainer? Is it Ash? <laughs> who, who is it? Who do we think? Is it? Is um, it it's it's got to be subs, isn't it? I mean, he, he won two he won two seasons. Uh, um, yeah, unbeaten, and not to mention one of them, he won every trophy on the site. Um, so you you can't look past subs um, in we, that manager. We say that subs is the Bobby Robson, and North London personal trainer is the Jose Mourinho. He's he's the uh, the protege. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of FIFA 
Uh, in fact, FIFA 18, I'd go with subs. FIFA 19, oh, I don't know. I couldn't really call one for FIFA 19 just purely because we've not had the same sort of um, no, the I same sort of impact and dominance that subs had. So yeah, subs has got to be got to be manager, our cult hero manager. Do you know, that was probably one of the most fun things I've done on the podcast. However, it is absolutely taken up loads of time. Yeah, no. Um, I think, to be fair, I think what we might have to do is, I don't know what you think, actually, I think we might have to maybe leave it there, maybe roll this as questions on to the next show. Yep, yep, happy to do that. I think otherwise people are going to be, be sort of turning off about now, and I want to make sure this is the focus of the podcast because it is such a, a good segment. So just to run through, boys, we've got Pickford in goal, Butland arguably on the bench. We've got De Ligt and Ake at centre back. Van Arnhol and Mbabu at right back and left back. We've got um, De Jong and Endong Belly in centre mid. Anderson and Sancho on the wings with Adebayor and Jesus up front with subs managing the players. Again, honourable mentions Coman, uh, Rashford, Pepe. Um, you know, God, there's so many honourable mentions. You know, if you feel like a player should have gone in and wasn't, Drop us a message. Drop us an angry PM. Don't bother me. Get it going in the thread. Keep it going yeah. in the uh, in the discussions. Who should have come in? Who wasn't in? And do you know what? If you're that passionate about it, come on the bloody podcast and tell us why. <laughs> um, so I, we'll round it off there, boys. So uh, first of all, Hilly, you've been a bloody great guest, mate. You can definitely come again. Um, it's nice to know that the Spurs fans do talk sense sometimes. So thank you very much sir, for coming on. No, lovely. Thank you very much for having me. Really enjoyed it. Great fun. Thank you very much, Ash. Thank you very much for pushing the buttons. Yeah, um, no, that's quite all right. Yeah, no, that's good. As always, thank you to everyone that does listen and get involved with, uh, you know, the vote and the uh, and the listeners' questions. And I mean, feedback. You know, let us know what you think of the vote. Is it a good? Uh, is it a good part of it? Do you enjoy listening to it? Um, what can we do in the future? Um, you know, to to make it better and more to get you involved. Um, but yeah, no. Cheers as always for your support. It is really, really appreciated. Yeah, and obviously thanks for myself as well. I mean, I don't know what's quite going to happen with the next podcast, whether or not we leave it a few more weeks just to debate at the franchise auction coming up for the reset and the new FIFA, etc., or whether we do sort of push it back a bit. We'll, we'll see. Um, but you can guarantee that we'll definitely be back next season uh, regardless. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for everyone's continued support. And, uh, and yeah, thank you very much.